Hello there, and welcome to Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, the writer's room podcast dedicated to fixing the Star Wars sequels. This week, we're fixing the Star Wars holiday special. I'm Bryce Quinn, and joining me this week is uh, everyone. How you going, guys? Also, hey, everyone's talking the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, Bryce, we're not going to let you go easy here. Say our name. What's All our right, name? I'm firstly our whole name. joined by Cole Forfang Fan. Hey, Cole. Hello, sweetie. I'm joined by Emily Holden Hamley. Emily Hold- Emily Rose Holden Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, Cole Tamtian Forfang Fan. Whoa, that's fucking radical. That's such a cool yeah. name. Did you say the first at the end of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Alessandro Giorgio Carrion. Hi. How are you doing, Sandra? Yeah, good. I'm also joined by, oh, fuck, here we go, Carmelo. George something Maria Keating. Carmelo George Richard Maria Keating. Yeah. There we go. Jeez. And I'm Lovely. Bryce Jaden Quinn. I hate my middle name. Jaden. <laughs> so Jayden. shit. Jaden. And we he's are. Ba- he's named after Jaden Smith. <laughs> Jaden, yeah. <laughs> it's super unfortunate that you're correct. <laughs> my mom, yeah. I, I, yeah. You've, you've my mom heard of Jaden Smith and she's like, that's a really nice name. And because, yeah, mm. he was born around the same time I was. Yeah. Um, anyway. She wanted to name you Slap, but she just wasn't sure how to spell it. Ooh. <laughs> If if Jaden Smith hadn't been born yet, you would have been Bryce Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the pretty much the entire crew of the Fixing the Sequel trilogy, and we thought we'd all come together for a little bit of a, a Christmas party. Little did we know that my aircon would break in this week during the hottest part of summer in Australia. So we're fucking dying right now, but that's fine. We managed to get through the entire Star Wars holiday special, uh, and we're going to sit and talk about that for a little bit. In 1978, someone had a really, really bad idea. Let's make a Star Wars holiday special. The film is currently at a 2.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can't find it anywhere except for YouTube, which is where we watched it today. Uh, And yeah, Melo, do you have any more fun facts for us? Um, Whilst being just completely infamous, and obviously George Lucas tried to have the entire um, thing destroyed, like all the copies um, destroyed, people did record it onto their VHS. They did. How we were able to watch it, this... uh, monstrosity famously introduced the world to the character of Boba Fett. Oh. If it did one thing right... You know what it legit did, though? Yeah. It that, did. that was the yes. best part. I, and if you want to see that introduction, that's actually in an animated portion of the film, which is on Disney+. Plus. So go so check that out. Nuts. So yeah, we're going to spend a bunch of time just clowning the fuck out of this movie, and then we're going to jump over to what we would do if we were going to write a Star Wars Christmas special, and that'll be the, the plan for today. Yeah. So let's jump into talking shit about one of the worst things I've ever seen. Well, that's the question. My first question, is this the worst thing that anyone's, that everyone's seen? I'd like to say this is strange for me because my viewing experience was very weird. Now, I watched the Star Wars Christmas special back in high school. Okay. And during the time, are you guys familiar with uh, Blart side of the moon. I am not. So oh this... wait, like Paul Blart Morkov. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. So there's a famous YouTube video from a podcast where they watched Paul Blart Morkov too, um, while listening to Dark Side of the Moon at the same time, and they mapped all the things that were weird coincidences. <laughs> I did the same thing with the Star Wars Christmas special <laughs> with the Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. <laughs> and the thing that struck me is during the softcore porn scene, um, great gig in the sky. The, uh, the screamy song where the lady's like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. There you that go. happened the whole time. Whoa. That's then, awesome. That stuck with That's me. Wild. Stuck with me ever since. I don't know why I did it. I was not in a great space. You know what? I can confidently say that that is the most unique review mm. that, yeah. of this film that has ever been yeah. given. There was a lot of... No one else has ever said that. I know. I'm the one person <laughs> to have ever done that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everyone do it. It's worth it. Emily, is this the worst thing you've ever seen? Ooh. No, no, it wasn't that bad. What's worse? I'm curious. I'm scared to say it here. <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> Whoa. Looks. 
Nestorian voice was a really long call. <laughs> no, no, okay. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was just the most excruciating thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I can't remember who did it or which director did it, but it's just a video of a fence. All right. And it just slowly goes along the fence for like 10 minutes straight. Wow. And it's some famous director. And then at the end of class, everyone's like, it reminded me of my childhood. It reminded me. And I was like, this reminds me of my personal hell. And that was the worst thing I've ever seen, just because it felt like I was trapped in torture, which honestly wasn't that far off what this film felt like, too. That kind of sounds like something David Lynch would make. Yeah, it, it probably like was. Childhood. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the movie had its moments, like the granddad as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> that was a character I wanted to see a backstory of. Um Starship. Honestly, <laughs> just I would love to see the backstory of the war crimes that uh what's his it's it Itchy, the granddad? Itchy, yeah. Itchy yeah, yeah, the granddad yeah. of Chewbacca. Itchy a star. I love story. the names. Yeah. yeah. The names of the characters in this part. Mm. And whatever they did to Luke Skywalker. Oh, he yeah. dolled them up. Yeah, yeah. He got dolled up for sure. Um, yeah, but I think that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Mm. Andrew, I'm curious. Have you seen anything worse than the Star Wars Christmas special? Um, oh gosh. I feel like there's being bad mm. and there's being boring. Yeah. Um, and because you can be bad, but like very entertaining. This this film definitely succeeds at both. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. This this film that. is this film is boring at times. It's definitely boring at times. Yeah. Every time they cut away to one of those celebrity I, bits, it's incredibly boring. I have a wonderful time during uh, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> I, <laughs> just like cutting to the band and just getting a music <laughs> video. I think it's very fun and I like the song. Um, <laughs> let's like talk about the porn sequence. The Oh yeah, my God. yeah. The the porn sequence is is horrific, but it is funny when they release while, right? when they introduce all the characters and they introduce R two D two as R two D two. That was like yeah, not as Kenny Baker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not Kenny Baker as R two D two. Just R two D two as R two D two. That was fucking wild, bro. So wild. Oh. Oh. there's just so many moments I can point of where it was like it was fun to watch as a group. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And then like there were times where it's excruciating. The part the part I hate the most is when he's building the machine. That's just I just hate it. I can't stand it. Oh. Yeah. I uh I have to reject your answer, but that's okay. Uh <laughs> Mello, <laughs> have you seen anything worse than this? Yeah, Freddy Got Fingered is that's still right. a worse movie <laughs> than this, and I'll die I don't on that know. hill. I will die on that hill, Sandro. Because that's it's so much awful. It, it is no, because it's so like it won't be funny because it's cringy and it's terrible and it's, it's awful, but no, this is still not as bad as that. That's this so does valid. have the animated sequence, which is pretty fun. Did we watch it for the first time together? We did, yeah, with Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, so I thought I was going insane by halfway through Freddy Got Fingered. I started cackling laughing, not because it was funny, because I realized that I was stuck in my own personal hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there's, I think there's maybe two factors. It is, It was exhaustingly hot today when we watched the movie. Yes. And yeah. then when we were watching Freddy Got Fingered, I was building Lego, so at least I had something You were having fun. Oh, yeah. man, that we would have been so fun. much nicer. Yeah. We should have bought Star Wars Lego. Lego. Yo, like no, we'll do that next year. We'll yeah. do that next year. I so have Christmas gifts next year. I have an ATST that I haven't built. You have a mate. You, have, you, have you also a, have a Falcon you haven't yeah, built, dude. Millennium yeah. Falcon. But no, but like I want you to know when you're not around, we talk about that Falcon a lot. Hey, we talk about breaking into your house. <laughs> Actually, and we talk about how like, you're not it's home. nuts. It's crazy to us that you still haven't finished your Millennium. Brings Falcon. me actual pain. Yeah, it's like it's a pretty commonly talked about subject. <laughs> it's wild. Like on the podcast or no. <laughs> in our friend group. That's funny. Yeah, everyone's heard about it. Like everyone around town, around Brisbane, yeah. they've heard about your unfinished Millennium Falcon. Sandra. Yeah, huh. you're gonna come home one day. It's gonna be finished. 
Somehow everyone's going to do it. Thank God. So mildly threatening. Well, it's, it's, it's hidden under a blanket, so he'll never notice if I put the blanket back over it. Personally, yeah. I've probably seen worse than this movie, but I can't think of anything right now, so I'm going to say, yeah, worst thing I've ever seen. And I've got some really bad takes on movies. Like, I might, you know, on a bad day, I might say that Midsummer was worse than this, but everyone would punch I, me for I that. I think that's definitely worse. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst. But uh, let's just have a quick recap. If, let's just try and remember as a group everything, every yeah. twisted fucking thing that happens in this movie. So the actual plot. Now, I knew a few things because I've seen some clips, you know, the infamous porn shit like that. Yeah. Um, I knew that the plot was about just trying to get Chewie home to his Wookiee family for Christmas. Yeah. Life Day. Yes, for Life Day. For life so day. for Wookiee Life Day. Um, in no way, shape, or form does that plot ever take effect at all. Yeah, it does. Oh, he gets there at the end. He gets there at the end. That's the climax but, of the film. But we he don't see there. their struggle kind yeah, of we do. ever. Kind of ever really They're in the at shit. All. They're they, getting shot at. They for shoot like one cool. minute. They shoot like one uh, minute. They're getting... That is the story. This was, <laughs> I, I said earlier on this when this film started. It would be like if Home Alone just followed the family, not the mum, just the family who don't give a shit about Kevin instead of actually focusing on And every on 45 Kevin. minutes we cut back to see what Kevin's up to. And he's just sitting and at And he's home, just watching TV, uh, no, eating popcorn. Yeah. But surely there's no way they could afford oh. Harrison Ford for all that time so they're like... Never oh, in a million like, years. No, but but apparently they could afford B. Arthur. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, the celebrity cameos, they were shocking. Every, every, every five minutes that cut to some 1978 celebrity... Who was mm-hmm. had to be old for some reason? Yes, they're all yes. fucking the ancient. Um, there is um, the guy who music. plays like three different characters. The guy who plays the sales guy also plays someone else. Does he? Yeah, yeah I think he's in the uh, in the cantina scene. Yeah, right? yeah, he's talking to B. Arthur. B. Arthur, and I think he's the whipster, the cooking. Person. Oh, that's a no what? way! That makes sense, actually. That's wild. I believe I could be wrong. Um, so we start with Han and Chewie. They're going on their space adventure. And they're trying to get uh, Chewie home for Life Day. That's our cold open. Then we get <laughs> Star Wars in a galaxy far, far away. We have those two like over the top of each other iconic. in space. Yep. Very iconic. They read the title like it's a trailer. And then, yeah, they read it. Um, they read the title out. And then they in- introduce all the characters we're going to see throughout the whole film um, <laughs> in a really awful vignette sequence, which is just priceless oh. to me. And they introduce... Uh, R2-D2 as R2-D2, not Kenny Baker. They introduce one of the two people who plays Vader. Yeah. James L. Jones as Vader, not David Prowse, who is in the suit. Yeah. I mean, they do that quite a bit. They do. They hate David Prowse. Um, and then we go to the movie, and we spend so much time in Chewbacca's treehouse on Kashyyyk, which is not called Kashyyyk. It's called a different name. Kazoo. Kazoo? I think it was Kazoo. Something like that. Kazoo? Kazee. Like the instrument? That's what they called it, wasn't it? Something like that. Um, But anyway, it's... It's it's a treehouse that they live in, and it literally it looks like your classic sitcom family house. It really does. With like a treehouse staircase in the middle. Yep. We spend so much time in this fucking house. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, so much. That's but it's so man. worth it. And we follow the life of this young Wookiee family with the granddad, the wife of Chewbacca, and the son of Chewbacca. Yep. We have yep. what the Marla Itchy. And lumpy. And lumpy. The kid has always scared the shit out of me. He just looks off. The that, kid. Did you that's see why the he's on the board. What sport. the fuck? Yeah. Where did he go up? He's always, he's always been, been, there. been there since the beginning. Like, he's been watching out. you the whole time. I yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get makeup Luke Skywalker on the mood board that's behind us as well, but and it's I said a, no. It's at this point that I begin to, to, you know, figure out the first of this many movies, like, horrible things. They're going to spend a lot of time in this set. They're just talking to each other in Wookiee, no subtitles. You've got zero context for what the fuck is happening, which is truly like a choice that's so baffling. It like you wouldn't even see that in Doctor Who in seventies Doctor Who. Oh, you might really is yeah, that a thing they would do in like old school Doctor Who? They did a lot of weird shit. I'll say that. Yeah, 
I know they do weird shit, shit, but there's like a solid 10 minutes of just Wookiees talking to each other. And you've got no idea what they're fucking talking about. You're just going off vibes. Yeah. And it's it's barely even like non-verbal storytelling where you can kind of get, oh, you know, but like, but I, I, I did start to translate at one point where I'm like, go, go clean the dishes, says yeah. the mum, you know, okay, no, climb. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go climb on the balcony. No, wait, he's putting out the trash. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have it up. Harvey Corman. Okay. Um, the guy who plays the salesman guy, Kelman, the sal- salesman guy, also plays Chef Gormanda, the chef with the four arms, Gormanda, and Amorphian uh, instructor, the instructor for the tech guide. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Three different roles. The tech guide video reminds me of the uh, the plumbus from Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's so much more boring than the plumbus. At least I enjoy. I think plumbus might be like a weird rip on that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. If I remember correctly, right. So, the granddad has problems getting his porn working, is that right? So he gets the tech no, guy to come and fix no, it. No, it's a gift. The salesman brings three gifts for Life Day to the Wookiee family, and yep. one of them is the is water, the, the brain evaporator or some shit? The brain evaporator, and which he, is the porn thing. Mind and he's like, he hey. sets up in the lounge <laughs> is it, is it next mind to evaporator? his mind daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grandson. <laughs> yes. This, this salesman. No, his grandson's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the salesman who walks in and insists that Marla give him a kiss. Oh, yeah. old yes. friends. That give me a kiss, too. I'm a friend. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? You, you see an old friend? What are you, he's like yeah. expecting it and she's yeah. like almost like, oh, I don't really want to. But then she goes in for the kiss. That was weird. And yeah. I think, I'm not sure if this is our first cutaway to something completely random, but this is when I'm starting to begin to see like, oh, yep. this is what most of this movie is going to be. It's just cutting away to random yes. shit. For yep. an hour and a half. We've already had a circus by this point. Oh, it's the circus one that's first. There's like a oh, holographic circus. Yeah, That's at least still in the room. It's still like in the they room. they interact with the main It's almost characters. like they're building up to like how fucking wild this is going to get. And then so he puts on the mind evaporator and he goes into porn space. And he starts seeing stars and swirling patterns and kaleidoscopic visions of lights. And then a, a, a beautiful lady, a singer from the 1970s. Um, gets on in front of him and starts telling him how adorable he is, and he <laughs> smashes the repeat button to see it over and over again. <laughs> and then she launches launches into a whole like music number, which is just like a full on song that she's singing. Yep. yep. And it goes on for a number of minutes. It's the whole song. And I'm like, excellent. And I'm just sitting there watching, like, oh, oh no, we've had a, cu- a couple of these cutaways now, and they just keep coming. It's just Wookies in their house doing Wookie things, and then we do a cutaway. And the cutaways aren't even that bad. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> okay. I don't know about look, that one. Look, look, they add some some spice to it. It's just how long they go for. It's so long. I remember. Each one. So the camera died halfway through the recording. Yes. So we had to oh, pause. God. And we pause and the shock, the shock on Bryce's face when I showed that we were only 40 <laughs> minutes into this hour and a half film. <laughs> I was truly just like, it was one of the most demoralizing moments of my life. <laughs> it legitimately had felt like, even I'd seen it and I was like, I've been here for two hours. <laughs> I've been here for two hours right now. Oh, yeah. And I was, I, I tried my absolute hardest. I was like, please, guys, can we give up? Can we watch this another day when I've got the aircon fixed? This is too much. I can't do this. And they're like, nope, we're doing it. <laughs> you, you suffer now. I'm like, okay. How are we going to do this episode if you haven't watched the whole thing? We could have exactly. done this episode. Nah. Just fine. Just nah. fine. We could have done this. Do it in parts. All righty. <laughs> Let's just do all the cutaways, because I, re- really soon after this, we get one of the coolest things ever, which is the animated cutaway to an adventure that is completely unrelated to this story. Yeah. But it introdu- it's an animated adventure from the perspective of like Luke, Han, Chewie, Leia, and all the, all the gang. Yeah. And they meet Boba Fett, the bounty hunter, who has been sent by Darth Vader to capture them or some shit. And it's like a really fun time. And it's like a cool introduction to Boba Fett. It makes a lot more sense why people love Boba Fett. 
because I'd never seen this. I didn't get the hype. There was a lot of shit that didn't make sense. There's this whole the thing with like a dinosaurs yep. made sense to me it was the talisman there was like some talisman that was that was like literally in there for one second and yep. then they're like oh it's the humans. talisman it was making them crazy and then they never <laughs> fucking address it yeah no it was the weirdest <laughs> thing it came out of nowhere it's like oh the talisman and then it vanishes and they're like oh it's it's gone <laughs> and that's it that's the whole talisman bit <laughs> and they keep going it's so fucking weird dude um but apart from that very fun time i had a fun yeah. time watching that animated segment i was like this is great can we get more of this and then it ends and i'm like well back to fucking <laughs> Lumpy and his house adventure. Lumpy, Lumpy was watching that on his little device. Yeah, and so then and then the troopers go into his room and they tear all the shit apart. Yeah, and they're like, that'll keep him busy for a bit. As Lumpy goes and cleans up his room. No, no, no. He goes downstairs. He's sad. And then fucking one of the first. Uh, sorry, one of the <laughs> the empire. Yeah, one of the empire troopers is like, go clean your room. And then he, Lumpy sadly goes back upstairs to clean his room that they fucked up by like tearing through it. And then the fucking, the trooper looks to his mom and he's like, heh, got him to go clean his room. That'll keep him busy. That'll yeah. keep him busy. Yeah. And then we're all sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? What, what are you guys going to be doing? He says like a flex to the mummy. He's like, you're welcome. You're welcome. What sorted your kid out for you. One of the stormtroopers grabs a bantha toy that's in the room, just yep. snaps and its fucking neck rips right his off. Head off. Um, and then Lumpy goes up into the room and he like does a, has a little funeral for it. Yeah, he, he fucking lays the it to in rest. The bed. Puts the head in the bed and then he puts his sheet open. <laughs> and then after that, a stormtrooper comes into that room and it looks like he's gonna kill Lumpy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yep. No, it's because that no, that's after he's made the device and it's the yeah, stormtrooper figuring the... out that he's made the device. What does the device do? The it's device the one that gets what... them sent off. He gets like, them sent off. Lumpy made the device. Yeah. The tech device. There's like a there's a segment where Lumpy has to build a tech device and you get like what so feels boring. like an eternity of him getting a tutorial on how to build this tech it's device. It's a really long, really boring tech tutorial you could find on YouTube, but it's about a completely fictional device that doesn't exist. Yep. It's we know only in Star Wars. Yes. Um, and it, it basically it says, uh, return to base. Also, but yeah, no, that out. sends out the signal that oh. tells the Imperials to return to base. Well, there you fucking go. And they leave one guy behind. They leave one guy and behind. that guy figures out, oh, it was Lumpy. I got to kill him. That's why and he looks like he's about to kill Lumpy. That explains balcony. it. I missed that entirely, but that makes more sense. They fake him off. About yeah, no, so they couldn't kill him. So Han Solo is like, trips him up. And they go for the gun at the same time. And then the stormtrooper goes for the gun so hard that he just fucking goes through the balcony railing and dies. <laughs> Falls to his death. That's clumsy. Screen, clumsy troopers. You know, on live TV. You can't kill anyone on live TV. You we, can't? No, MASH never once killed anyone on live TV. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. No, no, I'm kidding. He's being oh, sarcastic. No, I was, yeah, yeah, sorry. That was very sarcastic. Fucking every time with me. Shit. That always happens. It's MASH. Me, yeah. War show lost <laughs> Okay, I was about to say, like, a war show. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm fucking dumb. Sorry. Um, Jefferson Starship. Yeah, that's another that cutaway has, we get. Has, has a cutaway where they just they just perform. Poor guys. They were told they were going to be in Star Wars. <laughs> How psyched would you be? If you were like, comes up, your manager comes up to you. Hey, I just got your gig in Star fucking Wars. Fucking Star Wars, dude. The holiday special. Fuck yes. Well, I feel and like also, the holiday kind special of... should have been like a tip off. Yeah, but that like, would have been awesome. But if you're going in, at that time based the on the highest like, grossing film at the, the time. The BBC stuff they used to do. Crazy film. Yeah. And they're like, wow, yeah, Star Wars? That's the first thing on their mind is Star Wars. And then the song is not half bad. They put some trippy effects over it. You can have a fun time in that segment. I think you can if you're a fan of like 70s, that like silly 70s rock. I'm having a groovy time. 70s like rock, like anthems, like rock, like power ballads kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Uh, so I hated that segment. We also had the cooking segment very early in the film. 
with uh, Chewbacca's wife, who yeah, just watches a, ch- a cooking channel to make a dish, and that's the whole thing. Match. Yeah, we had a fun time going crazy on that one. Whip, yeah. whip, 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 it reminded me whip distinctly of uh, Too Many Cooks. Um, Cole, you've oh seen Too Many Cooks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very similar vibes where it gets really unhinged, really weird, and I'm like, yeah. she's going to start like... Like there's gonna be bodies getting put in this in this bowl or some shit to mash them up. Anyway, so those are all the cutaways that I can remember. Oh no no no! There's the it's not really a cutaway, but there's the bar scene. Oh no! The guy yeah. who pours With... the drink into his head. Yep, Beatha. Beatha from Which Golden I Girls. I didn't know that would make me so uncomfortable. Beatha from Golden Girls. So she's there, really and they do a whole music number trying to talk about how we don't want to close the bar today, even though the Empire told us to. Which yeah, I Solid. think of all the musical cutaways is the best one. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Well, that's it's yeah. snazzy, musical. jazzy. It's mm. good. It's pretty crazy to me that the most we've ever seen the Empire fuck over everyday people is the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, no, it's good. It's all about oppression, curfews, and putting everyone yeah, on lockdown. Yeah. They yeah. started. I remember they stopped banging the tables all in unison, and we're like, Endor, Endor. one more <laughs> drink. One more. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like the scene where they torture a woman in Andor is a bit, a bit worse. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> nothing on the, the porn. <laughs> nothing on the porn. Yeah, spaceborn oh. is still like that's gonna stay with me for a while. That's wild. Because it's not just spaceborn. It's spaceborn being shown to an old Wookie. Yeah, and it's the way he gave it to him, and it's like it's it's one of those um uh wow wow yeah wow. <laughs> it's so seedy and gross. There's one more um to introduce that character. The, the salesman, the guy, yeah. and he's oh, like, well, get an yeah. aquarium, they, fish. They sort of cut to the salesman's yeah. shop and, and yeah. show, like, yeah, what he's up to and what he sells, and he does this. He thinks he's hilarious. He thinks he's the I next, think like... He's hilarious. He thinks he's that era's Bill Murray or some shit. God, maybe he was, though. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know, actually. If that guy was some kind of comedic genius, yeah. let us know, old people. We get to the end of the film. Thank God. I'm really struggling at this point. And Carrie Fisher sings. Carrie Fisher <laughs> is oh sings right God. at the end. All oh. the Wookiees ascend to heaven or some shit. Um, the, the life, it's, so it's in the life tree. They go into the life tree. Yeah, right. Which is so, weirdly something that like is now because this planet isn't officially Kashyyyk. No, it is not. This, but the life tree is something sort of in Kashyyyk. If you remember Jedi in Jedi Fallen Order, Fallen Order they go to Kashyyyk and there's a big fucking tree. that main tree. Yeah, I think they call it the life tree. I think you're probably right. Yeah. It sounds right. Been so, a while. Yeah, it's weird that that. No, that's cool. I think that's a fun. Yeah, that's no, fun. no, I think that, yeah, the life tree is cool. But so is life day, is is that where the tree from Avatar came from? Maybe, maybe. maybe. I hope not. <laughs> the holiday oh, special. God. James Cameron was inspired that yeah. day. He was like, "This is." Oh, James Cameron's very much inspired by Lucas, but like in a in a friendly like way. You know, they've had some. There's a good interview with those two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But. They go into the life tree. They have these little orbs. They have like a big ceremony. They and the Wookies wear red robes, which is super weird to look at. It's and then funny. Carrie Fisher sings, and we learn the meaning of Life Day. You know, it's about friendship. It's about family. Hans has a weird line to Chewie. He's like, "You're, you're, I love you so much. You're my family, or something like that." Yeah, it's a weird line. <laughs> you're as close to family as I got. Yeah, or something like which that. is like sweet, but it was really weird. Can you imagine if he said that as like? In the latest movie, when Han dies, that's his last words to yell out to Chewie. He's like, no, remember, you're my family. <laughs> remember, remember Life Day. <laughs> remember. And then I think that's it. I think that's the Star Wars yeah, holiday we special. Get credits. Then we go to credits. Wow. Oh, no. No? no. What did I miss? <laughs> Chewbacca has war flashbacks. Oh, he yes. does. Yes. That's the last thing. <laughs> we go into Chewie's face, and then all of a sudden we get this weird vignette, and it flashes through all of his memories from A New Hope, yeah. and you really see just how little he's in that film. Yep. Because there's like one shot where it's the main characters and then his <laughs> hand comes into frame. <laughs> he's remembering his friend. Yeah, I guess. And his hand. Also, they couldn't um, fit in the 16 by 9. Yeah. 
or whatever the aspect ratio was into the, the TV. TV. Yeah. Aspect. So it's like, like three, four back then. And just put his hand yeah. in instead. Yeah. God, it's so funny. Um, and then the last shot is him not receiving a medal. No, uh, and then you cut to <laughs> his, his fucking angry looking face. <laughs> They're walking towards the medal ceremony and then it freeze frames on it as we go, like just, we fade it's a back happy to memory Chewie. until he gets to the panel and realizes exactly. he yeah. doesn't get a medal. And then we get credits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Yep. And then, and that's, it's at that point that we realize, because I didn't know already, that George Lucas was not involved in any way. He's not in the credits as far as we could see. No. He, uh, was, he was working on Raiders by this time. Which, you know um, what? Fucking good for him because I would rather not be in the credits. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a what a fucking experience. Man. It was an experience, though. It wasn't one by choice, though, you know? You came not here for willingly. Me. No, no, no. Not if I'd known. <laughs> <laughs> in retrospect, I think we all regret it, but too late now. We're on the other side, and now we can talk shit about it. Any standout moments that we would like to, to point out before we jump into pitching our own versions? I think Life Day is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I also think Life Day is cool. It's it's What I think is so disappointing is that they did actually start with a very... Christmassy movie sort of plot where it's like you know got to get home for Christmas. You see that in mm. fucking everything. Hallmark movies. Yeah, literally Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. They had that, but if they'd actually been able to get their main cast, they probably could have actually done something with it. Um, I loved how like you couldn't understand what the Wookies were saying ever. Yes. Um, and you just had to interpret off um like emotion and like character and their acting. Yep. To understand the conversations that they were having. Very interpretive, very artistic choice by the director. Um, I wanted a fucking sincere answer out of you, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Motherfucker. I know it's just Jefferson Starship. That's it. <laughs> there was actually, there was a bit because they cut to all of the original cast members. Um, Leia, Luke, they're off doing separate things. When, when this is Marla, Marla, like Chewie's wife, trying to find them. Um, so Luke can talk to the Wookiees, no problems. And they decide that for Leia's bit, uh, Leia can't speak Wookiee. C-3PO has to translate. And Leia, Leia asks, like, "Is there I, anyone there that knows English?" Yeah, uh, Leia asks for a human to come to the phone, so she doesn't have to talk to those Wookiee scum. <laughs> it's not the best look, but no. hey, um, it's because they needed something for C three PO to do because he ain't got a fucking anything to do other than translate. That's his whole shtick. I just like every close up they do in this movie. So violently uncomfortable seeing their eyes, mm, especially the close ups on the Wookiees. Yeah, yeah, no one they never blink in this movie. It's terrifying. And yeah. the cut back to the granddad at any point, but especially during the. Don't you love how the granddad's mouth wasn't like a proper could... mouth? It has like a weird like. He has that like old person that. thing where his like front of his mouth sticks up into the rest of his mouth. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's the um the other thing though as well is this was like one of the last things Mark Hamill did before his car accident. Yeah, huh. yeah. So it's uh, before he got any uh, of the chin surgery and changed his appearance. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to me that, like, everyone knows this, but all the cast members just refuse to talk about the holiday special. Yeah. What the hell happened on that set? Well, have you seen them interview Harrison Ford? They were all Because it's a really easy way to provoke him. Fucking yeah. hate it. Yeah. It's not hard to provoke that, man. No. But, yeah, um, I've seen the Harrison Ford one. Sandra, you bring up a great point. They they yeah, were all very high. I yeah. feel like, yeah, they, yeah. Which is valid. You can kind of see it. Yeah. Probably. After A New Hope, when they all had way more money than they knew what to do with, mm. and they're all very young, right in like the, the prime of being actors and, and stars in Hollywood, just fucking so much drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you have to imagine. You have to. There Especially is, in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. There is actually a noted day on set of Empire Strikes Back where um, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher were drunk. And I think it's like when they're on Bespin and they're like, you know, they've just got to Bespin and everything's all right. And, you know, they're like arguing back, back and in. forth with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk as shit. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. Worked so well. Goddamn. Did. Those anyway, don't friends. do That's drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. True meaning of life day. Don't, uh, don't abuse substances. Yeah. Okay. Shall we? I've got my standout. 
You'll stand. Oh yeah, sorry. What you saying? It's an animated section. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, the right. only enjoyable yeah. or redeemable part that's of that fair. movie. That's so fair. Emily and Cole. The porn. Porn always. Yeah. You, you you're the porn as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and the fact that the the planet was liquid and looked like a dude. The pizza yeah. sauce yeah. fucking planet is so gross. It's awful. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get into Girls. pitches. Yeah. Um, who wants to start? Cole, you seem really excited. Sandra, you seem really excited. You just threw your hand up. You want to <laughs> jump in? <laughs> I have one, and then and then I can work off other people's later. Awesome. Alrighty. Um, because I feel like we should talk about the the very real history that would exist if this didn't exist. Okay. Hit us. Um. So this doesn't exist. I still feel like Boba Fett still makes it into Empire. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Like no matter what, I I think he I think he still exists. I still think he has like that crazy impact that he had either way. It's just he doesn't exist in this. Yep. So he doesn't have that like sort of running head start that he that he had with the fandom. Um and then everything else we just benefit without. So like <laughs> a simple pitch to fix this is for it to not exist. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. You have the correct opinion. Yeah. That is the correct take. It's the only answer. Um I mean look that being said though, there was an animated portion which was by f- the most popular part of this mm. would the ewoks animated show have existed if not for this mm. does it need to yeah, bro ewoks I, the animated show i think it would have is it good no i didn't say that oh, okay but it exists <laughs> I, it's total crash once crap. again bryce's question does it need to exist <laughs> um but yeah no I, with that being said i'm happy to jump into cole's pitch now <laughs> you piece of shit you just brought it it's like it shouldn't exist that's my answer that's my answer it is over to cole oh right, right. guys well this is kind of i think they should do this still all right star wars a christmas carol and i mentioned this to you guys off the podcast once oh, no. okay and so you guys haven't heard it but this takes place right between five and six and okay. it is canon compliant so fuck yeah the galaxy is on <laughs> the cusp of life day and Emperor Palpatine, his heart is as cold and dark as the void of space. So it's oh a Life God. Day Carol. Yeah. And he, he hates Life Day. It's a, it's a festival of weakness. And he demands unwavering dedication to the Empire from the galaxy. Holy shit. So Admiral Piet, the Admiral from Episode 6, <laughs> he feels the weight of his command heavy upon him. Despite his loyalty, he yearns for the warmth of family. And Did you make Admiral Piet the fucking... <laughs> He's, uh, he is, yeah, He's yeah. Scrooge? No, 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 no. no, oh, no. Wait, the worker. The Scrooge. Oh, Palpatine right, yeah, yeah, Scrooge, yeah, yeah. Of course, right? of course, of course. So, Piet, he's the opposite, you know. He just wants a day off. He's a hard worker, much like he is in episode six in all the cutscenes and stuff. The one who's sticking up to the Empire a little bit. You say all the cutscenes? Uh, the the, <laughs> scenes, the <laughs> yeah, scenes that were cut, the deleted oh, scenes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <all> the <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on Life Day Eve, Piet is confronted by the ghostly visage of Grand Moff Tarkin because in A Christmas Carol, there is a separate ghost that comes. Yeah, there's to, the first ghost. Yeah, to warn yeah. about the other ghosts coming to Scrooge. Mm. So Tarkin, who is just a ghost, by the way, not a force ghost, he, um, he warns that three spirits will visit Palpatine to offer him a chance at redemption, a fate Tarkin himself never took. So Darth Vader is our story's Tiny Tim, and he endures his own tribulations. He, uh, he recently got damaged in a battle. And we see him on board the uh, the executor, I believe, with his crutch. You know, he's he's got like uh, bandages on his Sith armor, on crutches, and his breathing is kind of like Grievous. It's so heavy, so what heavy. The fuck? His breathing is already heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's struggling. He's struggling a lot. And you know, there's a part of him where he's starting to think about Luke, his son, and he wishes that Luke could be here for Life Day. Uh-huh. Anyway, 
Qui-Gon Jinn appears as the ghost of Life Day Past oh, fuck to Palpatine. Yeah. And we get this whole sequence where, you know, they're talking about Palpatine's younger years. And we see him on Naboo where he, um, you know, seeks power for the first time. We see Plagueis. And eventually this all leads up to Anakin's childhood where Palpatine, you know, slowly, like, manipulated Grooms. the Force and made him. Yeah, and we watch, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> You know what he means. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we watch, uh, you know, the, the Life of Anakin in the prequels. Anyway, the next ghost is Obi-Wan, who emerges as the ghost of Life Day Present. I love and that. he reveals a, a, Wait, does he... Re- hold on. Does he emerge as a ghost ghost? No, they, 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 these ones are force ghosts. He was a force ghost force ghost if he is present as himself. What, what, what do you mean? So presently he's a force ghost. Yeah, yeah. So he's a force ghost ghost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So all the Jedi are force ghosts. As they are. Oh, right. Um, but Tarkin is just a fucking ghost. <laughs> um, he's not blue. Yeah, he wouldn't be a white. Tarkin's just a straight up ghost. Yeah, well, he's not like the others, you know. He's, yeah. a, he's a separate thing. He wants the, he yeah, wants he the ship. He wants the ship. And, you know, he was a co-worker with Piet, so he's like mm. the one who comes. Anyway, Obi-Wan, you know, he's the ghost of Life Day present. So he's like, hey, Palpatine, man, your whole, your whole shtick, it's like causing so much suffering. Look at uh, look at all the shit happening in the original trilogy. All the problems that are going on. You know, the thing that's happening now. (laughs) Yeah, the the thing you orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, he shows all the scenes aboard the Executor where Vader. You know, he Vader's currently doing little acts of kindness just because he feels so lonely. Like he's really mean, but like he does something nice. (laughs) He he doesn't choke that one guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like nice to droids and shit. Um, yeah. Anyway, Palpatine also observes Piet granting, like, small little Christmas things to his crew, allowing them celebrations in hidden alcoves. Though, uh, these displays do not move Palpatine to compassion. In fact, Palpatine kind of, he's just even more disgusted. He's He's like, like, I'm going to kill Piet. Yeah, he's like, these people, they're not serving me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, here comes the ghost of life day yet to come. Master Yoda. Damn it. Oh, I was yeah. really hoping it'd be Ray because that'd be really funny. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. I was hoping oh, it'd be shit. Not yet. I was hoping it'd be Plagueis. Yeah. No, what? No, it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Well, these can broom be the boy. It's Broom Boy. Oh, no. Sorry. I was hoping Plagueis would be the ghost of uh, death. Mm. The fuck is the ghost of death? Anyway, no, that's the last one. It shows him his own grave yeah. if he doesn't change his ways. Yeah, ah, yeah. And no one's going to remember but, uh, him when he dies. I thought there's yeah, only three but ghosts. That, you know, I thought, yeah, yeah. Well, that that is the the last ghost, I think. But uh, you know, Yoda canonically right now, he oh, he's fuck, he's still alive, isn't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> and, oh, it's the future ghost of Yoda coming back. Cool. Okay, that's we fine. Fix that. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll that sense, put that sense. in. Yeah, we'll maybe that. it's Grogu. I don't, yeah. <laughs> we'll put that in the tie-in novel. Oh my god. So uh, tie-in yeah, yeah. novel. Okay, we can fix that in the second draft. Um. <laughs> So the the ghost Next of future year. Yoda comes Could back. Could be the ghost of Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The ghost of Mace Windu. Yo, comes Windu back. beat him. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, Palpatine, uh, your future. The Empire is going to crumble after Endor, and Vader's going to get redeemed, and all this shit that's going to happen in Episode Six, and the galaxy's going to be free, and uh, you're fucked, mate." So he uh, fades away, Master Windu, not Yoda, and Palpatine. You know, he has to now really grasp with, "Oh shit." My legacy, it's all its all going to go. I'm going to lose. Fuck, Vader's going to leave me, and everything's going to go wrong. So Palpatine realizes he needs a plan. Operation Cinder. And he's like, no, my legacy will not be taken. And he puts into motion Operation Cinder. He's, he finds Exegol and starts to prep his cloning. And this is what sets off his arc oh my God. before episode six. Oh, you're a mad genius. So the rest of the film, you know, it's like the the end of uh, Christmas Carol. 
Piet, you know, he's still doing his little Christmas acts. This is where Vader realizes he wants to kind of change and turn against the Emperor. And it sets into motion all the events for episode six. And that is a life day, Carol. That's brilliant. That's something. See, like, That's we beautiful. Disney doesn't need a whole Mandoverse, multiple series of shows to explain why uh, Palpatine can come back. Why Just Palpatine can come special. back. Just one, one holiday, holiday special, special. would have been enough. <laughs> would have been more than enough. Is Disney, it animated? eat your heart out. It can be animated. We can have an animated segment. It should can be animated. animated. It can be whatever you want. Yeah. Animated. <laughs> I'm I'm on board with that. We'll introduce uh, like a new bounty hunter. No, everything's no. live action except the ghosts. When it's in your They're imagination, animated. I'm on board with that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my pitch. So just to that. quickly Where go back, Bobby Frick, <laughs> he'll be in there. Okay, I'm sure Cole can make it work. I can make my it work. here's my so let's just go back to the Yoda thing real quick. So Yoda, like you said, still alive mm. at this point. Yes, as it's... I realize now. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the ghost of Christmas future can be Ray Palpatine. Yeah. You know. Like, I'm your daughter from the future, mm. but also I'm dead. My force ghost has come back to haunt you. Mm. I feel like that would be a good writing You position. don't change your ways. There's die. a cute little comic of a ghost Obi-Wan nagging Yoda before he trains Luke on Dagobah. Mm. And nagging him to, like, convince him to train Luke. What nice. happens in that one? Um, oh, it's just, it's kind of cute. It kind of, like, they, they use it as, like, a bit of an origin for, like, um, ex- like Yoda accepting mm. failure post-Order 66. Yeah. It's a cute little comic. And it like it reminded me like you're pretty much Obi Wan in that entire comic is just like a ghost of Christmas past. Nice, <laughs> it, that's his arc, you know. Yeah. That's what they needed to set up in uh, Kenobi. I was gonna say, yeah, cut, cut to a bit at the end where it's just like, what's been going on this whole time is it's like it's Yoda alive and well, fireside with a bunch of little puppets through the Force, <laughs> manipulating all these ghosts aren't real, and he's just trying to get inside the mind of Palpatine. <laughs> Yes. That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Really That's perfect. really, that. really yeah. funny. Perfect. That's fucking yeah. spot on. And then at the end, he sings the Seagulls song. <laughs> just to round it out. Yeah. Rockin' yeah. Rockin and, and rolling. I'm going to quickly do mine. Go for it. Because uh, then I'm going to uh, have a little nap. No. <laughs> Alrighty. So, after the Battle of Endor, the Empire is defeated and the New Republic begins to take shape. Skirmishes with the remaining Imperial forces flare up all over, but for the first time in decades, there is freedom in the galaxy. As such, the Life Day celebrations have become more and more extravagant, with the oppression force of, sorry, with the oppressive force of the Empire no longer around to squash such archaic traditions, because I'm just assuming that they would have. Yeah. Uh, however, the Imperial remnants have taken to attacking these celebrations, symbolic attacks meant to cause fear and division, like terrorists. Ooh. The latest of these attacks is feared to happen on Kashyyyk, and Chewie asks his friends Luke, Leia, Han, and Lando if they will go to his home planet and save Life Day there. Bear in mind, I had not seen the holiday special before oh, writing this. <laughs> yeah, but you knew, you, knew, you knew Life Day was a, like a Kashyyyk thing. No, no, I did not. I thought it was a galaxy-wide thing. <laughs> That's oh my wild. God. So you've made the liberation of Kashyyyk canonically the tie-in that is the Christmas special. I have. Nice. Without knowing, without okay. knowing that Life Day was a, a Wookiee only thing. You know what? I only just now found that out. I still thought Life Day was galaxy wide. Before Bryce gets into this, we all need to like take tally of how many things in his write up ended up in the. <laughs> this is wild. Is Jefferson Starship still in there? No. <laughs> During the adventure, we get to meet Chewie's family and Del- what? <laughs> the fuck? No. And yes. Del- delve into their long and complex history with the Empire, the Jedi, and the War. The Empire, of course, attacks on Life Day, and our heroes must battle them off. But the fight isn't yet over, and our heroes discover there are five more coordinated attacks planned. 
They must race between star systems in order to save life day across the galaxy and defeat evil Moff Krampus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Who is hell-bent on destroying life day celebrations throughout the galaxy. That's <laughs> 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 fucking killed <laughs> <that one. laughs> Moth Krampus. <laughs> Sounds like a Sith name. Krampus is actually yeah, a kick-ass Sith name. What was the name you had before? Mine? You had a Star Wars name before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we should, I don't Go, know if we... Gorn Silligan. Gorn Silligan. Yeah. Gorn Silligan. We won't explain Holy the context yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. But is this when I was you away? understand that it's yeah. a name jumble of a person we all know. Yeah. Gorn Silligan? I don't got it. Okay. We'll, we'll explain later. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's my pitch for the Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you okay. come up with names for the family? Uh, are they enough, lumpy? <laughs> yeah, they're lumpy, itchy, and what the fuck was <laughs> Mala. the mom's name? Mala. Mala? Mala. Yeah, yeah, so I'm actually, I'm curious. I feel like this is a great time to bring this up within our canon. The whole, <laughs> the whole uh, fixing the sequel trilogy family around yeah. the table. Yep. Do we think Mala, Itchy, <laughs> and Lumpy should be canonized yes. within no. our yes. sequel trilogy? No. Yes. I'm with Emily, no. no. No, I'm on team yes. I yeah. think Chewie has a family. It's not them. <laughs> I think different um, names. And I think that actually they at some point tried to like, they were jealous of Chewie's family and they tried to um, kidnap and become imposters and impersonate them. Uh, and then <laughs> we get to kill them all because they're villains I, and they're imposters. You know, I think maybe Chewie has a second family on the side and oh my he's God. just like having an affair. I yeah, that actually follows the That lead. follows what the movie looks like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it, was, it was like that, you know. Or even better, those three, they're actually just Black Chrysanthemum's family. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they can they can be his family. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, you Maybe guys it can be like daddy's yeah. home and... Listen, they don't have to look like it, but do you think the uh just the canon, not not that they have to be in there, mm-hmm. but like just like the background knowledge that Marla, Itchy and Lumpy exist on Kashyyyk. That's yeah. not their names. I don't he has a family, yeah, but it's not them. Yeah. Um, what do you want to Lumpy? My thing, the fucking so, name Lumpy. <laughs> Mello, to answer, so to to go on your thing with Chewie's family, I don't think it would be direct family. I think it would be just like cousins, aunties, yeah. and uncles, and stuff like that, like distant family, because all of his immediate close family are probably dead. Yeah, that's what I was from thinking. the war. Yeah, I feel like whatever mm. Wookies are left, kind of become like chosen family in a, in a sense if they have some kind yeah. of familial tie because uh, there's probably not a whole lot oh, of them left yeah, yeah. i think more this. of like a community yeah family where everyone's just in a family like their whole community yeah do we not or see you... his family in solo i don't no. know and i don't think so no. i don't no. think we do when's this he's, when he's, they, he's we find prison. him in prison and we he's, never go to Kashyyyk. he's a slave when he flees frees the other wookie slaves they're just randoms mate he knows them. No, no, no. Yeah, because they're Wookiees. They're Wookiees. They're bonding because they're... Wookies. they're, bonding, they're, they're I'm pretty sure. We do? In Clone Wars. In, oh. Clone, in Clone Wars, you Don't see... Don't look at me like that. I'm pretty Are sure his family or some people? Canon. No, no. He goes, well, up to, he goes up to one of them and he gives them that awkward, like, weird furry kiss. Oh. Where they mm. put their... Oh. No, no. They do, they, do, they do a headbutt thing like they're cats. Um, yeah. Like is that cats, a cat thing? Cats headbutt, yeah. Cats do sometimes, yeah. I didn't know that. See, I'm still thinking about Daddy's Home, because what if... Um, yeah. what? No, you Why? brought uh, the greatest Christmas movie ever, and you brought up Black Chrysanthemum, so here's my pitch, oh, right? no. What if it's Daddy's Home, oh, but, no. you know, With Chewbacca, Chewbacca is the stepdad, yep. is Will Ferrell. Yeah, and yep. the old, like, the re- the real dad is Black Chrysanthemum. Yep. Mark Wahlberg. Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Playing Black Chrysanthemum. Yes. All right, well, anyways. My, t- my turn? Yeah, you go. I'm going to I'm gonna sit back. Yeah. Have fun. Okay. Here we go. Mello's got four lightning round pitches for us. I've got four pitches. Let's do it. Are these, like, bits? 
or are these like separate individual pl- plots? Mostly individual ones. Do you okay. want? I'll, let me start serious. Okay. And just... Gradually devolve into madness. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Just like um, the Christmas special. The no, holiday exactly. special. <laughs> okay. So I kind of like the idea that, that we follow a plot that some is this is this this the first one is between episodes four and five, like it was. Uh, it's something that tests the strength of their friendship. So we get that whole friendship trimming in Christmas, you know, that corny shit. I want to see the entire original trilogy gang go on a, a more fun-filled adventure before the events of Empire Strikes Back, before things get super serious. So before Luke's hell-bent on being a Jedi, you know, he wants to train before Han has all these press- pressing shit to go to and has to, you know, go on a carbonite and all that. Um, so I do actually kind of like that initial plot of, yeah, let's let's get Chewie home for Christmas. That's very cliche Christmassy, as I said. So I said, yeah, all of our original heroes are on the run from the Empire, trying to get home for Christmas for for, for life. Was day. it a cliche back then? I reckon it. Well, I think it was already a cliche. Probably, yeah, maybe. Time. Yeah. I don't know because like eighties and nineties really, mm. really made like that a thing yeah. a thing. You yeah. know, so I don't know if it was back the in the holiday late 70s. special. Maybe it was ahead of its time. Get home for Christmas. Oh no no no! Like the whole idea of. Not getting home for Christmas, but going back with your family. You have like, um, it's a wonderful life. Hey. Oh, okay. Basically, Christmas special. Good that point. Follows Good the point. Same getting back I don't watch old movies family. and I'm uh, dumb, so I don't know things, but thank you, Emily. Yeah. Um, so this really does follow a similar structure to the actual thing itself, but just taken seriously and with all of our actual heroes. So yeah, they're trying to get back to Chewie's. The Empire catches on to where they're going. They have certain run-ins with the Empire throughout. They get there first. They have to free his family. They get away and then they get back to the rebellion. And as a, one whole big family, the whole rebellion celebrates Christmas. Does Carrie Fisher still sing the song? No. Oh. Yes. yes. No. Well, Why? she will now. Why? No, Snice Snootles yeah. does. They hire <laughs> Snice Snootles and the That's Max Rebo so band. so much worse. Oh, wow. yes. Yes. They do like a jizz cover. They do a jizz cover yeah. of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. That's my serious one. So like Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Fuck Yes. <laughs> That's the only good way to start a pitch, baby. <laughs> just go around, think of a Christmas movie, yeah. and just oh, turn it into a life exactly day exactly what movie. I've done. So, like Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, the heroes have to deliver all of the life day presents to the children of the galaxy in one night. This starts when the ghost of Ben Kenobi comes to Luke. He tells him that the Jedi of old would bring gifts to the people of the galaxy, and he must follow in their footsteps. <laughs> Making the Kessel Run look like nothing. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, just hopping around light speed, got to get to all the planets, and the, the Empire's trying to thwart them. That's the how he gets time. Han on it. He's like, Han doesn't want to do it. He's like, I don't got time for Life Day, kid. And he doesn't believe in Life Day at first. Oh, he's got to teach him oh the meaning God. of Christmas. <laughs> and, yeah, Han Solo learns the meaning of he's Life Tim Day. Tim Allen. Yeah. He's Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Yep. Um, so is that one? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, actually, I'll just do this boring one before I do this, this, this other one. Um just like a regular Star Wars Christmas family drama with all of the heroes. Oh. After episode six, they're back on Bespin, so we can have Lando in the mix. And it's the whole, like, you didn't bring the stuffing? Why don't you bring the fucking stuffing, man? Oh, oh no, someone like missed out on a present. Like the Bear season like two. Like the Bear season two, yeah. but the Star Wars cast. <laughs> so yeah. chaotic. Um, so there's that one. And then there's like, okay, so the Empire has blockaded a planet who celebrate Life Day because... Uh, you know, actually, this one's kind of serious now that I think about it. They, they're like a planet because they celebrate Life Day. People from all across the galaxy are trying to get back to their home planet, that that planet, for Life Day. Uh, and so our heroes have to try and liberate the planet, get rid of this blockade, and reunite all the families. 
Uh, so basically, I was just going to tell some Berlin Wall Christmas stories. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that is serious. <laughs> it is serious. Jesus. I forgot. Yeah, I was going to get Yeah, that's a fun one. This is the real shitless list of Hallmark films. <laughs> yeah, they should leave you the goofy one till the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now someone's got to pitch like Die Hard as Christmas. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You could do Space Die Hard. Um, was... Imagine like in Bespin in the city. Mm. I have like one that's like semi dark. Yeah. Ooh. It's not that bad. What do you got? Um, well, it's like Chewie comes back home after like <laughs> like. And then I'm on board. And then yeah, his family's same. like been. <laughs> okay. Yep. So his family's I'm dead. So In the true fashion of Emily being on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> will it be lumpy? Will so lumpy who killed? Dead? Who he's, killed Chewie's family? He's not so lumpy, lumpy anymore. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, he's even I don't more lumpier. Lumpier. All I know is. Someone kills him. Again, I'm trying to think of who would be the worst person. Well, uh, in Star Wars Force Unleashed, you start out as Darth Vader and you go through and you kill a fuckload of Wookiees. I don't know if you guys remember that. Okay, so Darth Vader kills his family. Oh, you do kill Wookiees. Yeah, you start out killing Wookiees. So maybe that's that scene. Yeah, and it like turns into like... um... Because they can't find the rebels. They can't find Chewie, but Vader knows he can find the Wookiee family. Wait, what's it called? And they go for the family. Don't hate me. I've forgotten the name. Keanu Reeves. John Wick. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it turns into a John Wick movie of him going down through the Empire oh, yeah. and just oh killing God. them all on Christmas. You know who's killed the family? Like, it's um, <laughs> it's Boba Fett. Oh. Trying, trying to hunt down nice. the original nice. game. Isn't oh that God. that David Harbour Santa film Violent that came out? Night. Violent, Violent Night. Night. Yes. Yeah, right. Violent Night nice. with Chewie. Fuck yeah. yeah. Am I learning just now that both your guest hosts are kind of the ones that bring up dark fucked up shit on the yes. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's brilliant. It's wow. it's wild because you, you come on and I leave and I'm the one who's like super happy. <laughs> He's like, Star Wars is a family product. We make family films here. Whatever. Kill, kill, kill. And Emily's Either like, that, how about we murder a family of Wookiees? Yeah, I'm on board. Let's murder Either lumpies. that or like The Hangover. Okay. But with the Star Wars characters. Oh, my God. Because can you that imagine the hangover? So you, like, you wake up in some random bar and they're like, what has happened? Oh Luke's Christ like son. missing. This is like before he misses his hand. Luke's hand is gone. Now they're just trying to like <laughs> reach. You know, you know who is um Zach Galifianakis' character? Oh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis. No, it's oh. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jar Jar, how'd you get here? <laughs> Misa. <laughs> Misa might have put who, something um, in the drinks. Who would be, um, <laughs> who would be, who's the, it is Chang from Community. Um, yeah. Oh, no, that oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. That's John. Han's calling Leia like we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> They're all coming out of like the elevator just slowly. Going Who's up. the plot character that's gone missing? Is it Luke? Like the, that the, feels oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's up to the non-Jedi people to solve. And shit. when they yeah. find him, he's with like the love of his life. He's found Mara Jade, and that's why he hasn't come back to the story. <laughs> um, no, because Han's got to be, um, you know. You know, straight shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his the, name? The straight man. I can't remember his name, but yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Who who is the equivalent to Santa in the Star Wars universe? Um uh, Darth Plagueis. Jedi. Yeah, that's why I pitched my one of it. That's really funny that Jedi used to yeah. be you gift givers. That's so funny. I, someone I see like doing acts of charity is uh Bail Organa. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Who okay. do you think would be the worst? The worst gift giver. Yeah. Palpatine. I gift you no planet. <laughs> I gift you a Merry Christmas, you know? Um, <laughs> Military law. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so th- so there's there's your movie. It's actually all about, um, after ep- episode four, the gang trying to comfort Leia, because she never got a mourning period. The gang trying to comfort Leia this life day because her entire cri- uh, planet's been destroyed. Mm, yeah. And they've got to try and find another way to cheer her up, which they can't because her whole planet's yeah. been destroyed. Yeah, it's hard to bounce back from that one. 
How would you do? So that leads them to the hangover night. They just take yes. her like out drinking. Yeah, bleeps on spice. And they yeah. wake up. So uh, how would you do Polar Express and stuff? <laughs> um, okay, okay. It's it's so the Tom Hanks still Solo. plays seven characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. Um, you take the train from Solo. Ah. ah. You just put it in space. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Space <laughs> train's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay, what space about Home Alone? Okay. Um. Uh, it's R2. R2 is Kevin because he's, he's a fucking psycho. Yes. That's actually kind of yeah, They all go on an adventure and they leave behind oh, R2. Dude. It's R2. No, that's dark. It's R2 fighting off like Vader. Actually, wait, why am I saying, Vader and Palpatine why am I saying no, that's dark? I'm sitting next to these two. <laughs> <laughs> it's R2 after he's been left alone on Mustafar by Anakin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and R2's like, Anakin's gone and he's killing everyone. <laughs> And I feel like I feel like you've set up the sitting arrangement as and light he goes side, he does like circles side. on the ship on the deck <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Um, okay, so I've got the diehard plot right. So it's just after the Empire have taken over Bespin, all the heroes left. We're following a completely new cast of characters. Just that the Empire have now taken over Bespin, but there is like one like like Lobot sort of character, one 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 city cop in Bespin who <laughs> takes them down from the inside. Everyone else is hostage, mm. and then the heroes do come back at the end. To, and you know we we get someone falling off Bespin the same way that um, Alan Rickman falls off <laughs> the skyscraper. Oh, nice. yeah. Can it be, can it be um, the pirates and... Hondo Anaka? Hondo yeah. Hondo Anaka is, is like Bruce Willis. Fuck yeah, absolutely. Yes. The same way that, you know, there's the Grinch movie and he takes all the presents. Mm. I'm thinking of Grievous, but he's taking <laughs> all the presents. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Hondo and he's the Grinch. Oh, and yeah, I, I can too. believe that. I, I, I actually like the idea of Grievous as the Grinch, though. Because <laughs> yep. we need a prequel equivalent. He's involved in, like, original trilogy and all Yo. that. Um, it's Maul learning to forgive Obi-Wan. And then Obi-Wan <laughs> does the whole, welcomes him into his home for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then he kills him. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine? Or it's just like a spinoff and it's like awkward family dinners and it's just like Vader, Luke, Leia, and it's just all of their extended family yeah. all in what one it, group. Well, what, what if it's like, you know, a nightmare before Christmas, but Maul is discovering Christmas? Oh, life like, day. Yeah, life day. Yeah, so, you know, it's like a Sith's take on Christmas. Nice. Okay. Uh, you could do... Because we've canonized... Um, because we've canonized space porn thanks to the... <laughs> The Star mind Wars. liquidator or some mind shit. Mind evaporator. Yeah. Um, so someone who works in space porn has uh, <laughs> has hidden a message in the space porn about big spice, um, but it's hidden within the, the space porn in the middle of it. It's like it's a political messaging. Like big spice is corrupt. Big spice is corrupt. Spice, 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 and yeah. it's, it's trying to take over the city. Yeah. Um, pitching the nice guys. I am. <laughs> pitching nice guys. <laughs> And Luke nice. and Han have to find. <laughs> yes, it is Luke. And Han. <laughs> have to find who's killed this space-born actor. And, and Han plays right is the Ryan Gosling. Fucking <laughs> the Ryan Gosling. That is so funny because he's drunk the whole time. Yes. Oh my god. Um, Jesus, that's funny. Who plays the daughter? Who's got a daughter in this? Uh, one? It's just oh, it's Han's estranged <laughs> daughter. <laughs> Han's estranged. Okay, just be, you know, young Leia because it's just the voice of reason. So it's yeah. just Leia. Leia. It's just Leia. Yeah, young Leia from uh, Kenobi. No! Kenobi. Awful. Yeah, so strange. Um, quick, what are some other ones? Okay, so Gremlins. And at the end of the film, it just happens Gremlins, to be Life Day. But yeah. it's just... No, I was going to say Gremlins, but it's Palpatine clones. No, no, oh. Gremlins, but it's literally just Gremlins. They're aliens from outer space. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. And it's in the, the bus droid. It's on, it's on, on Mos Eisley in, like, like in um, Toshi Station. Like right. Luke's hometown. Okay. And it's just Gremlins in, in, on Tatooine. That sounds fine. Sorry, Emily, what are you doing? What about Love Actually? 
Mm. I don't. I'm, I don't know the plot. There's so many people are in love and interconnected. It's space porn in that one. Yeah. Yeah. There is. There is. I think Mellow's pitch is the best one um, to express. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which one? Uh, the the one where Han has to learn the meaning of Christmas and they have to rescue all the like presents. That. I did like that one. That wasn't in there. And yeah, that, was, that was in my pitch. Um, and, <laughs> and bring them all to the to the starving children of the galaxy is, who don't yeah. have their life day presents. You don't and, like Tiny Tim Darth Vader? No. Uh, and I love Tiny Tim Darth Vader. I, like I thought it was great. Girl. Well, we can expand on that and we'll have the, the Empire has stolen all of the life day presents yes, and they have to yeah, heist their way onto whatever Star Destroyer, oh, get past Heist. Darth Vader, mm. get yes. the presents out, and then distribute them all, mm. all the while trying to obey the Empire. Oh, and, and we do that's the, a great Christmas the movie. Is on a train. It's on a train. Hey, on a space Star train. Yeah. And we do the bit from Narnia yeah. where uh, Santa Claus, who is just Obi Wan's ghost, technically Christmas, shows up and gives them all weapons. Yeah. Oh, what weapons? Children. Gives the children weapons like lightsabers, like lightsabers and guns, <laughs> Death Star tech. It's like you know, what? I think Narnia's bad. <laughs> Wrong. You haven't seen oh. Prince Caspian. I have not. What's that, um, what's that Christmas movie where the kid gets a BB gun and shoots his eye out? What? No, Yo, what? no it's like I think it's the like Shining. a Christmas story or something. Oh. Here's my thing. I think we've been focusing too much on the Age of the Empire. I think. What about the Age of the Republic or the High Republic? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. What would okay. Life Day look before the Empire? The original it's Jedi, Jedi Santa Claus bringing Jedi, Life Day Jedi into the temple. Yeah. They cancelled Life Day out for so long because they're so anti-emotion. Yeah. Um. <gasps> What's Yoda Yoda thinks there should be like at least a tiny bit of room yeah. for life day after he sees like a tiny Tim equivalent of a uh, little Padawan. Oh no, Yoda we do. Is we do Yoda, Yoda is Scrooge. Scrooge. No, that yeah. actually works. That's kind of cool. I love that. Um, yeah, well, you know, what's the Star Wars equivalent of the nativity scene? <laughs> um, it's the birth of Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, they're yeah, they're right. in the <laughs> desert and everyone yeah. comes wandering. So, it's pretty self explanatory. In a way, it's not all of Star Wars a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> We're nearly at the end. Any final Christmas notes before we leave? Happy Life Day. Happy I Life hope Day. You guys have a wonderful Life Day. Yeah. Uh, happy New Galactic Year. Happy Life Day to everyone. And watch the Doctor Who Christmas special coming out. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a plug for Doctor Who. For Doctor Who. If you have been enjoying the show this year, if you've enjoyed it since we started releasing in June, July? July. In a while. Then, uh, yeah, thanks for sticking around. We've got a lot more we want to show off next year, a lot more things we want to do, a lot more ambitious projects, a lot more writing, of course. This has been Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, and we're here every week talking about Star Wars and writing. If you want to see more, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And while you're there, make sure to give us five stars, a follow, a like, a subscribe, etc. We'll be back next week with another episode, but until then, may the Force be with you.